0: Hey there, fellow travelers of the Jundland Wastes. Mark back here again for the Traveling the Jundland Wastes podcast, the TJW podcast for March first, 2023, and uh, it is Doubleheader Wednesday here today. Uh, as many of us know, uh, wow, we got a, a double a double serving of Star Wars today on Disney Plus. We have episode 11 of The Bad Batch, which uh, hit this morning as well as the first episode of Man- the Mandalorian season 3. Um, obviously you know everybody is you know has been enjoying bad batch in in, in their own way uh, but really the Mandalorian, you know, hitting hitting Disney Plus finally after all this months of waiting and, and, and anticipating and seeing the trailers and teasers um, I can't wait to sit down to watch it yes I have not watched it yet I have not watched Bad Batch yet uh, like I mentioned before on the podcast I tend to like to watch it uh, towards the end of the day when we get the whole family together to sit around and be able to sit well I just say the whole family most of the family likes to sit and watch uh, the Star Wars, on, the Star Wars uh, shows on Disney Plus but this is a uh, you know this is a big day. My gosh, Mandalorian is back. Uh, we know we've seen all those trailers and teasers. Uh, it's been really exciting to anticipate to see what is going to happen. Um, great to see uh, you know that, that we're going to be seeing uh, you know Boba Fett back here in here. Uh, we're also going to be seeing Bo Katan, Grogu of course, uh, Ahsoka. I'm wondering if we're going to be seeing Ahsoka in this uh, in this season of the Mandalorian. I'm I'm anticipating that we are. But uh, we will we will have to see. But uh, all my thoughts on that will be in a uh, in a podcast later this week, after I get a chance to watch the episodes and sit down, think about it for a little bit, and come back with my uh, my my thoughts on it. So um, hopefully hopefully, like I said, it's going to live up to all the hype and all the expectations that we have. Um, word is is that they've already written out uh, season four the mandalorian and uh they're getting ready to shoot that so it's nice to hear i mean and if I, my thought is this if they have already written out the script for for season four um i think the guys behind the writing you know feloni and his crew and favreau and his crew they're they they've they've mapped out how this story is going to play out which i think is great um you know we're, we're gonna see like it, it's great to know that we're getting another season of the Mandalorian after this I mean my gosh we're talking about we got season three of Mandalorian we know Ahsoka is going to be coming up uh I'm wondering if there's going to be another book of Boba Fett and then like I said there's going to be uh another season of the Mandalorian uh on top of that I'm I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping there's going to be another season of uh Kenobi um see if that will come around. And yes, yes, I know there is another season of Andor coming up. I will watch Andor. Everybody thinks that I'm not going to watch the second season of Andor. I will watch the second season of Andor. But uh all these other ones which are coming up uh you know you no know, no prior to that uh is it's really exciting to see to see this uh coming up again. There was a story I think I mentioned as well too. Um I think it was last week's pod, or the, the previous podcast I had done about Liam Neeson, talking about how there, uh, it's been too much Star Wars and it's been diluting uh, the mystery and the magic of of, of the saga. Um, like I said, I don't think he's totally completely wrong. At the same time, I think when you have strong storytelling and you have strong production and and and, and you work it in a way that that you give you give, you know, all that's due to to the story and and to how you present it, um, then it comes out great. Uh, if it's not done well, then what can I tell you? Um, I heard some other podcasts talk about, if we just were talking about the Bad Batch, it's great to see Star Wars every week with Bad Batch. And I'm not saying that I don't like Bad Batch. Bad Batch is great. Um, but this other podcast I heard, they were they they were they were saying, I wonder what it would have been like if, if they had just cut down the season to eight, episodes as opposed to, to, to double that <laughs> to 16 episodes granted I think it's probably easier putting together animation uh, 16 episodes of animation as opposed to a, uh, you know, a, a, a live action series but still um, I'm wondering if less is more in the case here um, we have been mentioning over the past weeks a lot of standalone episodes uh, have been coming out with Bad Batch a lot of ones which we call like the adventure of the week or the Saturday morning cartoon feel to it Which is fine, because it actually reminds me of uh, the uh, the early Marvel comics that came out, early Marvel Star Wars comics that came out, which felt like an adventure of the month, you know they did have like a running storyline of sorts going on, but it it was you know for for, for lack of e- or for just the ease of, of, of defining it, uh, a, a story of, of the month that you would get, uh, when you would read those those episodes. Yeah, there was sometimes there was there was a couple stories which which linked in together, um, but uh, it it was it, it's sort of like in that in that vein. I, I I see this uh the Bad Batch episodes going, um, hopefully as we getting closer towards the end of this series here that we're going to see like I said some some more important canonical stories coming out of this and especially because we've had like I mentioned last time that uh you have the emperor you know making an appearance I'm wondering if we're going to see anything else do we get to see Vader do you think Vader's going to show up in this at all I don't know um probably not but uh (laughs) just hoping just hoping uh, what are some other things going on? Yeah, so, uh, just, just to let you know, so Mandalorian tonight, along with Bad Batch, Doubleheader Wednesday, more to tell about, uh, both those shows, uh, later on this, w- in the week, hopefully. Um, oh, one other thing I didn't want to mention, you know, cause, uh, you know, I always love to give, uh, give my, uh, buddy here a-, a mention here, uh, Rob Taylor from Herofied Art. He uh, posted just this morning, just a couple moments ago, that uh, he is going to be having a special Mandalorian Season 3 print release tonight at 9 p.m. It's uh, Wednesday, March 1st right now, so um, yeah, you're going to have to check check, uh, Hero Fighter Art, check their Facebook page to see what this new Mandalorian Season 3 print is going to look like. I'm looking forward to it. I actually just got a, a couple, a bunch of days ago, I got a little over a couple, like a week or two ago, I, uh, I think i mentioned I had ordered that great, um, uh, you know, small micro metal print to go along with, uh, you know, I think I mentioned, uh, last week, I had ordered, uh, the Someone Who Loves You micro metal print. It's really great uh it goes fantastic with my two other micro uh metal prints that i got last year uh for the uh valentine uh, holiday celebration uh the first one is of han and leia i know the second one uh with anakin and padme truly deeply and this uh this third one which is a good 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 timing for this one in celebration of ret- the 40th anniversary return of the jedi of uh Han and Leia reuniting after he comes out of the Carbonite. Someone who loves you. So, really nice metal prints I got uh, from uh, from Hero Fight Art. Those are really cool. But I am definitely looking forward to seeing what this uh, Mandalorian print is going to look like later on uh, tonight. So, uh, keep your your Facebook open for uh, for all announcements of that at the Hero Fight Art page. What else? Have you guys been watching, by the way, Dave Dorman's uh, Facebook page as well, too? God, I just love... I love being having connection with these artists who put together such great Star Wars art. Uh, Dave Dorman, he's been doing now, ever since the pandemic happened, he would, he's been doing like a lot of artists do, just open up their camera, turn the camera on, and you get to watch them paint this gorgeous picture. It's almost like, you know, like you were watching like Bob Ross at one time, who would, in 30 minutes, put together a picture. Uh, it takes some of these artists a little bit longer to do, so they sometimes spread it out over a couple, uh, a couple, uh, you know, Facebook live events, but, uh, Dave Dorman put together this beautiful painting over the last week. Uh, gosh, just going back to the originals is... I- I'm telling you, he is so great at doing that. Episode 4, A New Hope, of Vader, Luke, and Leia... With the Death Star in the background. It is simply a beautiful painting. Just has all the right vibes to it. For for an original trilogy fan. And it's uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. So if you have a chance. uh, Go to Dave Dorman's Facebook page. Look for his Facebook live uh, posts. And check it out. Because even just watching a few moments of it. You're going to be amazed at what you see. Um, I'm still hoping. I am still hoping that he is going to put out. That uh, uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, Ray Snoke painting that he did a couple of years ago. It was during the it was during the deep in the pandemic. I um, hope he's gonna make that into a print. It's taken from The Last Jedi uh, I just absolutely love this print. I should to say this this painting that, that, that he's done. It's of uh, Rey and Kylo fighting the Praetorian guards, it looks like, uh, with Snoke just above them. So, uh, great image, great painting, and I'm hoping that uh, Dave is going to uh, see to it that he can uh, make that into a print that will be available for purchase, because I will definitely want to get one. Uh, what else can I talk to you today uh, here on this Doubleheader Wednesday? Well, the last three guests from Star Wars Celebration or who last three guests uh, have been announced for... Actually, four. Four guests for Star Wars Celebration, uh, which sort of wraps up uh, the, uh, the guest list for, for, for this celebration. It includes... Uh, uh, Annabelle Davis, who played a Power Droid and Solo... Uh, a couple aliens in the force awakens in the last jedi and it was also in willow in the new willow um she's gonna be there uh for her autograph her autograph fee starts at 75 uh harrison harrison davis He'll be there as well, too. He played Wicket's son in The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, he was standing uh, with his dad there, Warwick Davis, uh, in that one of those final scenes that you see on the, in the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, $75 autograph fee, Warwick Davis. He is also going to be there as well, too, as Wicket, the Ewok from *Return of the Jedi* and *The Rise of Skywalker*, as well as the star of the uh, *The Willow* Disney Plus series, as well as the original movie, he will be there. Seventy-five dollars for his autograph fee, and as well too for all those Andor fans, Denise Gao. She is going. She played the ISB officer Deidre Miro in the Andor series. Hundred dollars for starting off for her autograph fee. So that sort of wraps up the uh, the list of guests coming for a Star Wars celebration. Uh, are you going to celebration this year? Um, it's in London. Sounds like a great vacation. I'm not going to be able to make it, so I'm counting on everybody who's out there to tell me uh, their thoughts if they happen to go to uh, to the event as well too. I'm also interested as well too. This sounds. I keep harboring back to this, but uh, I'm really interested in seeing um, if if how well the autographs are going to be. Uh, selling this year at uh, at the convention it's um i'm not i'm just saying that that it is a very pretty penny this year to uh to 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 collect autographs at star wars celebration um this 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 year coming around um if I happen to be going, I probably would be getting just one or maybe two at the most because I think that would probably like, you know, clear me out of my, uh, <laughs> out of my uh, budget for that. That would set aside for, for the convention. But anywho, uh, I, I, it's great that these guests are coming out. It's fun that they're going to be interacting with the fans. I'm sure they're gonna be doing a lot of panels as well too. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and we will bring, we'll, we will talk about that as, as, as it comes up during the, uh, during the convention. Uh, what else did I wanted to mention as well here? Oh, before I go on to the, this one of this last topic, I wanted to uh, bring up as well, too, that um, I haven't noticed that, or, you know, I was speaking about art pre- just a few moments ago. I'm wondering if there is going to be a Star Wars Celebration uh, Artist Alley. I haven't seen any of those, uh, you know, Star Wars official Star Wars Celebration prints they usually have at each celebration. Um, I haven't heard any word. I haven't seen anything from Dark Ink yet, but uh, I'm hoping that there's going to be some uh, some great images. I always tend to like to do for these uh, Star Wars Celebration... uh, You know, art shows. I I like going through all of the different images and prints. Dan and I did this a couple years ago. We went through all the prints, gave our thoughts on it, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's great to see artists being able to, uh, you know, show their show their thoughts and their images as 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 they see the Star Wars universe as it comes off on their canvas. So uh, hopefully there is going to be a Star Wars uh, art show, and hopefully we get to see some uh, some great some great art come out of it as well too. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention, I think the last time on the podcast I had talked about, uh, comics. How do you like to read your comics? I was mentioning that I think as I'm moving, you know, because of shelf space and because of cost, um, it's actually, I think probably more affordable to uh wait out on getting the you know if you hold off getting the single issues i know there's a lot of comic collectors who who are still very much like you know every wednesday they want to go get that official you know comic release issue and and read the story issue by issue by issue for me i've noticed over the years that's easier for me to read it from from one of the uh the trade paperbacks as they come out uh but if i were to collect you know the entire series um, I'm leaning now towards those, those large omnibus, um, collections. Um, I feel in the long run, it saves you a lot of money. <laughs> um, just because you can read the story, if you want to get the story and you just want to read it immediately, um, it's, mu- it's much more affordable to be able to go on to like a comiXology or go to the Marvel app to be able to read uh, your comics that way, or even <laughs> most local libraries do, do get these trade paperbacks and collected editions. So that's a way of going about it as well, too, through your local library. But I think for me, I figured out that I if I were to have any of these like collections or any storylines which I really like, I think it's better off getting them in the larger... I mean, Marvel has been doing these epic collections, which are nice, putting together those, those uh, Dark Horse comics from yesteryear. Um, and that's how I like to collect those. Um, I think I'm, I'm going the same way with the new Marvel stuff as well, too. I think I'm going to be waiting until the Omnibuy... Omnibu- the Omnibuy, meaning, you know, more than one Omnibus, is uh, is available for purchase. Uh, but I put out to, uh, you know, to the listeners. How do you reach your comics? And we have a message here from Daniel Contreras, who posted on the Traveling the Gentleman Wastes Facebook page said, uh, regarding how we collect comics, he said, I still have all the issues of the original Marvel series run, 1977 to 1986, plus the Star Wars comics, droids, and Ewok series. I managed to collect some of the early Dark Horse miniseries in the early to mid-90s, Dark Empire 1 and 2, Tales of the Jedi, and the Thrawn trilogy adaptations, but didn't really get back into collecting them until I moved to, to a town with a nearby comic shop. That was the last few years of Dark Horse, and then I've kept up with the Marvel Relaunch and the IDW Comics. But there's a 20-year gap of Dark Horse titles that I've never read, let alone purchased. So, yeah, some people really do, and he brings up a good point. If you're close to a comic shop, that sometimes will influence the way <laughs> you read these things. If you got a comic shop, it's sort of fun to be able to make part of your routine to go to the comic shop and pick up those issues. And, uh, you know, granted, I will say I have like three or four um short boxes of 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 comics varying from star wars and other in other uh titles as well too but uh yeah that might also influence the way that one collects these things as opposed to collecting them um either trade paperback or through the omnibus editions or even through uh through the digital media as well too but uh thanks for your input there daniel i appreciate that uh it's good to know that uh that there are other you know comic People who are enjoying these 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 comics as well as some of the uh, the older Dark Horse comics, um, I think uh, we'll have to have a discussion sometime here on the uh, TJW podcast about uh, the state of the comic, of uh, the state of Star Wars comics. Um, maybe it's going the way that Liam Neeson is saying it's getting so much of it that we're all getting super saturated with it and it's tough to try to keep up with all those uh, with the storylines and so forth but I am I, I i will say I am reading the current the current run of Star Wars and Darth Vader and I will say that uh, the storyline is, is is really good and I'm enjoying it so maybe we can talk about that as well too but uh, that is all for today here on the Traveling the Gentleman Waste podcast if you do want to send us a comment uh, or, or you want to just say anything uh, about how you're feeling about Star Wars these days, about the expanding universe, about the comics—practically about anything. Uh, you know, send me a message on the Traveling the Jundun Wastes Facebook page, <laughs> podcast Facebook page, and uh, let me know what your thoughts are. But that's all for now. I hope everybody gets an opportunity tonight to watch Mandalorian season three, episode one, as well as The Bad Batch episode eleven you know, break out some good snacks, you know, sit down, find a comfy, comfy, comfy chair, comfy couch to sit on, uh, sit with the family and uh, enjoy it. That's all for now. And I will talk to you soon. Have a good one all.